Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina, and thanks for hanging out with me today. It has been a few weeks since I've actually gotten on to be able to record a podcast, and um, I have really, truly missed it. I feel like it is so good for my soul (laughs) to be able to talk through and share a lot of the things that go through my mind throughout the weeks, and especially when I'm running. That's when all of these ideas and thoughts and things that I want to share with you all come to me and being able to spend this time, you know, walking through it and talking through some of the things that I'm thinking and feeling. I think it really helps me to connect with why I have fallen in love with running and what it actually gives to me. And it actually helps me to share that with you by being able to process that, if that makes sense. So like loving running is something that I developed over a period of time, but has stuck with me for many, many years. And so at the true core of what I do with this podcast and with the runners that I work with is that I want to be able to pass that gift on to others, especially those who think that this is something they can't have because I want them to be able to experience the gift that running can give you and really shift that mindset from running being an exercise that needs to be done to a gift that is given to you to help you work through and take on challenges that life throws at you. And so being able to think through these things while I'm running and then be able to record them and verbalize them and kind of piece, piece all of the parts together is really helpful for me and it helps me to help my runners. So I hope that that makes sense. So I really miss being able to kind of go through this process and and talk through the things that I'm thinking and feeling while I'm running and to be able to share that with you all. So I'm really happy to be back. Um, Today, I'm gonna talk a little bit about where I've been for the past two weeks. I'm gonna talk about training plan burnout, what to do when you are in the middle of some sort of training plan and you're starting to feel like you're getting burned out. And then um, really a little bit about what running means to me and why programs like Peloton, which I think are amazing, and I'm speaking in terms of the outdoor or the treadmill training runs that can be done through programs like Peloton, um, I think they're wonderful and amazing. And I think they most certainly have their place in training, but 
what I discovered this past week about myself in regards to those types of programs. So I just want to share that with you today. So um, thank you guys for taking the time to hang out with me. I know that time truly is your biggest asset and the most valuable thing that you have. And so the idea that you'll be spending some time with me today, hanging out, listening, learning, growing, um, I really appreciate it. I think that being able to spend this time with you in your ear, whether it's when you're running, when you're driving, when you're um, cleaning or whenever you're on a walk, whatever it is, it just really helps me to connect with you, with you all and really, really drive home this idea that running truly is a gift to us. So thanks for hanging out with me today. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about where I have been. So over the past couple of weeks, we have had some exciting things happen here at Tina Repa Running. We have created our newest 5K group, our spring team, which will be kicking off next Sunday. So when I'm recording this, it is the end of March, and we are kicking off that group, the newest group of non-runners to become runners. We're doing that the first week in April. So the way that this works is, as many of you know, I have a challenge. It's a one-week Make Me a Runner challenge where we spend some time letting brand new or non-runners dive into trying out a little bit of what the program is like and how it runs so that I can show them that running doesn't have to be scary. Running isn't something that you have to be licensed to be able to do, that anyone can do it. And we start diving in little by little, taking these baby steps and showing you, showing non-runners that this is something they 100% can accomplish. So we had our challenge week and our hype squad was seriously off the chain. Our hype squad is made up of all of our runners who have gone through the program and are now finishing it up or have finished and are coming back to cheer on the newest runners, we call them baby runners, um, who are coming into the program and learning how to run. So our hype squad was literally off the chain. We had so many people who wanted to be on the hype squad for this challenge and it was so exciting. I think a big part of that was because there were the new the latest group, our winter warriors, the January group, they are currently they had just finished and are currently still finishing their 5k run. So they have completed the program and there is nothing like the high of completing your very first 5k program and doing your very first 5k run and being able to come back and share that with new runners to say like, look, I was just where you were not that long ago. And I, I promise you that this can be done. And so that's really exciting to be able to do. But then of course, I have my soulmates for life, those who have been with me, you know, some of them for nine, 10 months, we've been running together and they come back too, because you know, one of the runners mentioned to me, I said to her when she was coming to one of the lives, she said, I'm sorry that I missed it. I had this going on this week and this going on. And I said, girl, you have been at this. You've been with me for so long. I said, you've kind of heard these things before. You've heard them numerous times because you've been on the hype squad. How many times now? And she said, yeah, but I'm always in a different place when you share them. And I always hear them differently because of where I am. And I was like, you are so right. So even though we talk about discomfort equaling growth or the idea that you are meant to be here and you are made for this and you can reach those crazy goals that you think are impossible. It's the same message, but you hear it differently along your journey. So um, I really appreciated that perspective and it really kind of brought things home for me and made me realize why our Soulmates for Life do really enjoy coming back and hearing these messages again in our lives and our Zooms and, and in all of those places that are offered to our newest runners. So. 
um, our newest runners get the utmost support because this is the most fragile time in their mind, at least, in becoming a runner, right? In the very beginning, there's so much hesitancy and so much doubt and so much insecurity that it takes a lot of support to push these runners to meet their goal of the 5K. And, and for the first time in all of the groups that I've ever run, there was like this moment, I would say about two weeks, maybe even a week before 5k day 5k weekend when we're about to do our 5k runs for the newest runners where there was just this huge amount of anxiety that came rolling in with that and this this huge amount of I just don't think I can do it and I I thought to myself what do you mean like you have done this now for nine out of 10 weeks or 10 out of 11 weeks like what do you mean we're at the home stretch but just this fear almost like this self-fulfilling prophecy you know that identity that we have about ourselves that sits back there and kind of you know keeps peeking and poking its head up and saying like wait a minute this isn't you wait a minute you're a quitter wait a minute you can't do this wait a minute you're not athletic wait a minute this is too hard i mean those were in full swing like i've never seen before with our latest group so that was a completely new experience for me and learning how to navigate that and really, you know, try to hit it home because I felt like at that point we're on the home stretch, we're on the downward slide. We should be able to just, you know, cruise on in like, yes, it's hard, but it's been hard along the way. But I think whenever we started looking at, you know, bigger numbers as far as our intervals go, our instant thought was, but wait a minute, I'm not a runner but wait a minute, this is too hard for me. Wait a minute, I've never done this before. And the anxiety just started to spike. So much so, I had my first of the group, my first, this is the first time this happened too. One of the runners from the group, instead of doing her 5K that weekend, she did it on Monday morning because she said she couldn't take the anxiety of worrying that she wouldn't be able to do it on the weekend she just she's like i just can't go through another week and wonder if i can do this the stress is driving me crazy and so she woke up on monday morning and she didn't plan it this way she just started her training run and kept going and she was she was so cute she made a video the whole way like i'm going for it i'm going for it i'm just doing it today's the day and she did it and she did her 5k and it was she had a series of videos along the way and it was so amazing. And I, I just have to say, like, that was the first time that I have had that happen where somebody had to jump into it because of, not because of, you know, a scheduling conflict or um, worried about not being able to make time for the run or something like that. It was all about, I don't want to be able to talk myself out of this, so I'm doing it now. And then so she kind of flip-flopped her workouts and did that the first day. And then the next two days, she did her other two training runs. So that was the first. And then... I felt like, I feel like after that moment, it just started popping up with other runners. Now, not all, but a few runners just really, the the doubt started setting in. The, this whole like, I don't know if I can do it. And there was, there was some serious conversations about maybe wanting to quit, you know, with one week left. And I was like, what? This can't happen. So I hopped on a live and... Um, I kind of had a what I would call like a meet Jesus moment where I was like, I did not raise you to be afraid of this week. Like you are soulmates. You have worked too hard for this. And um, it's funny because they started saying like, Tina, we've never seen this side of you. But I thought to myself, you know, my mom always said she rarely ever yelled. She never yelled at us and she never cursed. And, and she was just very mild until she had something that she needed to to be heard and in that case if she raised her voice or she was you know swearing when she spoke to us 
like we were listening because we were like, whoa, what's going on? And I kind of wanted it to have that same effect of like, wait a minute, like I need you to hear this message. Like you are bigger than this. You are way more prepared than this. Like you are bigger than these doubts. And so um, I had one of those moments. I was driving home from urgent care and where I thought my son had broken his arm and he was fine, thank goodness. But I was just, you know, it was kind of dark outside and I just went live on my phone in my car and just like laid it out there like we are doing this. And I'm happy to report that the ones who were doubting themselves have completed their 5K and it felt so amazing from it. And honestly, the ones who were saying, I don't think I can do this, I think it's time to quit, have even signed up for the next round. You know, they're going through with Soulmates for Life, which is kind of like the next option after you complete the 5K program. Anyway, they signed up for that, basically raising their hand and saying, I'm ready for more. It was just really, you know, I share this with you because I want you to just see how powerful that mental barrier can be. That mental block, this identity that we think we have that that fills us with limiting beliefs of I can't do this, I can't do that, I could never do this because it's something I have never done before. And that fear is real. And what typically happens is that runners start to disappear, right? They start to, whenever that fear comes up, they start to stop they stop engaging and they stop showing up for the lives or they stop showing up for the posts and I have to kind of reach in there and grab them and say, uh-uh-uh, like come back here because this is for you. And then, you know, they say like, thank you so much for, for coming back to get me because I was really feeling like I couldn't do this. And But nobody has ever said after finishing their 5K like, oh man, I wish I would have quit or I wish I wouldn't have done it. Like everyone has said like, hell yes, look what I did. And they are just beaming. And then the posts start coming in and it, it's so, so, so exciting. And um, it, it's, it has been really, really great. So what? Ha so to go back to these past couple of weeks, so those runners were finishing their 5Ks. I still have a couple more who are finishing up this week. But those runners, like that was all happening kind of simultaneously with the challenge that was started with our to, to kind of build our newest team of runners. And so those were happening together at the same time. Um, and full disclosure, we were having a lot of technical difficulties with emails going out because of the number of emails that needed to be sent. For the challenge, it was getting marked as spam, going to a lot of junk folders. And so some of our messages weren't getting through and the scheduling conflicts and um, that was really frustrating. So we had to take some time to, to go back and, and completely revamp our technology aspect of how we're going to manage things. And so that kind of took place over the past two weeks. We have built our team. I can't wait to announce that in social media who will be joining us for the spring session starting in one week. Our 5K runners are finishing up. Um, our 5K runners are deciding whether or not they're going into Soulmates for Life, which like I said, is like continuing on their journey. And I have to tell you again, I've mentioned this before, but I never realized, I never realized when I started all of this, how many people would be raising their hand to say like, thank you for taking me on this journey to a 5K, but I'm ready for more. And I, I have to continue to work out the logistics because this is all very brand new, you guys. This is all very brand new. All of this started last July. So we, we haven't even been a full year into all of this. And figuring out that balance of, welcoming new runners, you know, because my goal is to turn as many non-runners into runners and build that confidence as I can. So making sure that I continue to keep that churning, getting our 5K runners to their 5K whenever those doubts start po popping up. Um, so, you know, those two aspects. And then on top of that, wanting to make sure 
that our soulmates for life. So everyone who has gone through that process and built that confidence and is ready for more has everything they need to continue on that journey and to continue to grind and to continue to grow, whether it be with speed or with distance or just consistency, consistency and showing up for yourself. Um, and I have runners who are, you know, one a little over a tiny over one month away from running their very first half marathon starting at nothing last July. So there has been so much going on, um, which kind of explains where I have been in regards to the podcast over the past couple of weeks. I just didn't anticipate all of this coming to a head at the same time. And so we just kind of triaged one thing at a time, making sure that we get everybody where they're going. And so on top of that, my family and I went on a vacation to Florida. We took the kids to Disney World, which has been planned for months, as you can, ima you can imagine. Probably more so closer to a year we have planned on this trip. And just all of this culminating at the same time explains why y'all haven't seen me on the podcast in two weeks. So that's where I have been. It was an amazing trip. Um, it really was something that my family needed. I didn't even I didn't even realize how much that we needed it, and not so much we needed Disney World, but we needed this time to be together and to step away from all of the aspects of life that keep us grinding, right, on that treadmill day to day. And I don't mean treadmill like in running. I just mean like the literally the treadmill of life of just having to show up for everything. So that was really really great for our family. Um, so that happened last week and we just got home late last night. And so I said to Mike and I were talking today. I'm like, I need to report, record some podcasts. I need to update everybody. Um, I've been touching base with our groups in the groups, but I just felt like this was really important. So this was one of the things on our to-do list today was to get on here and say like, you know, I am here. And let me tell you something really incredible. When I talk to you about how I did not anticipate this group and this program growing to what it has as far as runners who will be continuing on and wanting to do more, which has been the best gift to me in my own training, to be honest, being able to train with these amazing runners, um, is that I we have recently, I would say about a month ago, hit 1,000 downloads on this podcast, which means 1,000 podcast episodes have been listened to since I believe it was October in October when this has started so 1,000 downloads and that is also something I never anticipated happening was that we would have so many avid listeners and followers and people who were kind of curious and wanting to know like how do I grow how do I start where do I go with this and so that has been really mind-blowing just all the way around and um, I just I'm so I'm so humbled by it, you know, I'm so humbled by it because I never anticipated this. But what it does help me to realize is that there are a lot of people who are probably listening to this or who have been maybe visiting my page and maybe have friended me or followed me in social media and, and are curious and wanting and wishing and hoping to be able to do something like this, like to go on a running journey and thinking that it might not be possible. And I hope, I hope that through these conversations of, of showing you how those who have come before you have been brave enough to say like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to try this even though I'm not comfortable with it. And that's starting talking about my newest runners all the way to my 
veterans, my seasoned runners now who are taking on bigger goals. Like I hope that their journeys will help you to see that they have those doubts and they they still keep showing up and that it is still possible even with doubts to continue to take those steps and reach your next goal. And so um, that's kind of the phase that I'm about to go into with my 5K runners who are finishing now is to talk to me about their goals. Like where do you see yourself going? And um, I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on that, on how to set goals and what your goals should feel like and that kind of thing. But that's where we are right now because those goals should scare you a little bit, right? It should be something that you think is kind of crazy or maybe a little bit out there. Um, And that's kind of what I did with my goals recently, kind of moving into, you know, runner burnout because that has happened to me recently. One of the things I told you I would talk about was training plan burnout and what to do when you're in a training plan and you start to get burned out. And so um, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I'm currently training for a marathon. So that's part of what's been going on the past couple of weeks as well. And that's something that I've never fully intended to do on my own. But when this program started, I wanted to be able to take this program all the way to a marathon and see how it would feel. I wanted to push myself to uncomfortable places to be able to relate to the runners who were starting off brand new. I wanted to feel the insecurities. I wanted to feel the doubts. I wanted to feel the things that my runners were going through so that I could relate and be able to push through and work through it with them. And the only way I was going to be able to do that was doing something that they were doing, which is doing something scary that I haven't done. And while I have done marathons in the past, I've never done one as a 38-year-old mom with a full-time job, starting a program with two kids. I've never done it in this capacity, and it was very, and it still is very scary to me. I have one, I have five weeks left in training, and I'm still sometimes wondering, is this really going to happen? But I, I needed to be in that mental zone to be able to relate to all of the runners who are having their same doubts about the new journeys that they are going on. And so um, here I am, I'm, as I mentioned, I'm five weeks out from a full marathon, 26.2 miles, and I'm very nervous. And so in the midst of all of the things that I shared with you earlier about what's been going on and where I have been and the vacation that I took, uh, my training plan has has really been subpar the past two weeks to the point where I'm a little bit nervous about what this coming week is going to look like. So I 100% was experiencing training plan burnout starting two weeks ago. It had so, it, it really honestly had so much less to do with the physical aspect as it almost always does, but it had to do with like the life aspect. Like life was burning me out. Life was 100% burning me out. All of the things that were happening and burning and churning at once. And then to put this training plan on top of that, it was a recipe for, can I even do this? And it got to the point where um, it was Sunday. I had a 17 mile run. I'm sorry, it was Saturday. We were leaving for Florida. I had a 17 mile run that weekend and my sister had come in to pick up my dog. She was going to take them to Charlottesville and watch them. She came in in the morning and I said to myself like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to get the 17 miler in before I get on the plane. I'm going to be packed. Everything was going to go smoothly, right? Well, you know, I work full time, so I'm a a school counselor during the daytime, so I work every day and then the kids have after school activities. And so naturally, as you can imagine, the packing that needed to be done to go for a week was not finished when I needed it to be finished in order to get out for the 17 miler on Saturday. It just didn't happen. Like life threw this, not life did not throw anything at me. I chose to do all of these things. So I should stop saying that. I chose to sign myself up for all of these things. And so I guess you could call it poor planning. 
Um, but I wasn't able to get my 17 miler in and I was just crushed. I was just crushed because I thought, well, you know, like many people think like, well, that didn't work. I can't, I know I can't get it in on Sunday. It was Grayson's birthday. The whole day was planned and it just, it was, we were flying out to Florida Saturday night. Oh, it was going to be a mess. And so I was crushed and devastated. And like many people who have experienced this, not able to get something in, you instantly start to doubt yourself. You know, even though I have been training for weeks and months, it didn't matter. I thought, oh, well, that's it. It's all coming to a head. And um, I'm not gonna be able to finish this and so you know now we're in Florida and everything is different and more difficult in regards to training right I don't have a stroller to be able to push the kids if I needed to I don't have bikes for them to be able to run or ride next to me um, I couldn't call my babysitter because well obviously she was in Virginia and I was in Florida and yes we had family there with us but they're on vacation too and I felt really guilty about asking them to, to even though I 100% know that they would but to take away from their vacation to babysit so that I could go out for hours at a time um so here we were and fitting this in seemed rather difficult and so I knew I wasn't going to be able to do my regular training runs which would have consisted of 17 miler a 10 miler and a four miler and I was I knew I couldn't take that time to get it I just wouldn't I knew that it wasn't going to happen and I had to accept that and let it go and just realize I was going to have to recalibrate when I got back this week, which is what's going to happen. And so what I was able to get in was a couple of four milers. That's what I was able to manage. I felt comfortable enough asking for help to, you know, with the kids so that I could go out and do a couple of four milers this week. And I have to be okay with that. But um, I 100% experienced burnout from everything I couldn't keep up my training plan fell by the wayside and I was a little bit panicked but here's the thing you guys if we don't learn how to roll with those punches like I could have easily have pulled back and said that's it I'm done I can't do this I might as well quit and throw in the towel and say I'm never going to be able to keep up my race is still coming on the same day I don't get extra weeks you know to train and I'm not going to be able to complete the training I can't do that. that. That's not going to help me. It's not going to help anybody. And so we have to be able to accept and understand and roll with these punches. I have to be able to say like, okay, well, I'm running for way more reasons than just this marathon. This marathon is my current goal, but I run because of, of something else that it gives me. And I had to be okay with really embracing running for that reason again, instead of just looking at this marathon as the this is the purpose that I'm this is the reason that I'm running it's not it's an incredible goal and it's going to help me push myself and it's going to be extremely motivating and when I get back on track this week I'm going to be super pumped that I have five weeks left and I get to toe the line at a 26 mile race so but sometimes you might have to take a step back and say like okay I can feel myself I can feel myself dreading these runs that are coming up and I might need to scale back for a minute you know, you don't want to scale back for a month and then try to jump back into a training plan. Like that's not going to work. It's going to be, it's going to be terribly hard. And, but you might need to say to yourself, like, I'm going to adjust this week and then I'm going to hit it hard next week. I'm just going to have to adjust and I'm not going to adjust by quitting. Like I'm not going to adjust by not showing up. I'm going to do what I can remember what running gives me and I'm going to show up full throttle next week. And that's what I've had to do. And so that kind of brings me into the third part of what I wanted to talk about today, which is um, what running does mean to me and why programs like, and I'm just using Peloton as an example because I was able to test it out while I was on vacation. So, okay, so I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm not able to get in my, 
my training runs like I would want to for my training plan, but I realize that I've got, I love running and it's going to give me the whole mental reset and it's going to give me the confidence that I need to take on my day. And so I was there with family and they were getting up to run. Their kids were older, so didn't necessarily have to worry about babysitters, Um, but they really love the Peloton programs. They have a Peloton bike and they use the Peloton app for outdoor training and they were telling me about it and it sounds great, right? Like it's the intervals, someone basically talking in your headphones and giving you the intervals of, you know, when to push harder, when to stop, when to walk, when to, you know, all those things. It's all based on a perceived um, effort level, basically giving you like a scale of one to 10 and saying, okay, I want you to push at a level three for the next 30 seconds kind of thing and talking to you throughout. And it's, it's really incredible, but I had never done anything like that before. And so, um, we were talking about it a lot because they use it for fitness. Running for them is kind of, uh, it's, it's different for them than it is for me. So running for me is, it's a lifestyle. It's an identity. It's, um, it's a coping strategy. It's a way of life. It's not a workout for me. It's not, I don't do it. I mean, it's a, a work, the workout part is a great bonus, but I don't do it necessarily because it's a workout, if that makes sense. I do it because of all of the things that come along with it and the way that it makes me feel. And so I don't look at it as a workout. So for them, running is just, is a workout that they use whenever they feel like going for a run. So they might do yoga one day. They might, you know, go for a bike ride. They might lift weights. They might, whatever it is, but running is just one is, is a workout for them. And that's just a different mindset. And it's, it's great. I mean, it's, it's a great tool that can be used, but for me, it's different. And I feel like those, those of us who have trained with me feel differently about it because it has, we just, we picture it differently. Um, it means more to us than just burning calories. It means a complete mindset shift. It's a complete, overhaul of you know whatever we're going through at the time it's a stress reliever it's again it's an identity it's who we are and it's leading us to a goal and the goal is not just that workout we have a bigger goal that we are all trying to achieve and this is just a step towards that bigger goal and so for my workouts this week I they had given me um you know let me basically use their app to try it out and see what it was like and I thought well this is great maybe you know this is something that I should consider doing for my groups down the road, um, you know, somehow being able to talk through their runs. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try this out and see if I can use this to help me either create training plans or somehow help my runners. And I got on there and I did two workouts. Um, one of them was a hit run, um, high intensity interval training run. And one of them was a, um, it was, an inter- it was interval training, but it was like a, more of a tempo run. So more of us speeding up for longer periods of time. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try both of these with two different instructors. And it was really great. I will say that I definitely pushed myself more than I would have had I just been running on my own. Even if I was deciding to do intervals, I probably wouldn't have pushed myself as hard. So it was really nice having like the somebody tell me like, okay, it's time to push kind of thing. Um, but it really, honestly... I had a very hard time. I struggled with getting into this zone that I often can find myself in when I'm running on my own, which is just this mental place where I am solving all of the problems of the world. I am planning out my day. I am organizing my life. I am coming up with ideas. My creative genes are spinning. Like I just, I I was unable to get into that mode. And that, it really, it was different. 
it was still a great run and I still felt great for doing it afterwards, but it, it didn't allow me to go into that place that I love so much that gives me so much for my day, for my life. Like I leave my runs especially when I'm in the zone. Some of them are not this way. Some of them I'm like just grinding to get through it. But many of them I leave with ideas for the day. I leave with ideas for the program. I leave with me working through my thoughts and emotions, with me processing things that have happened that I need to just think through. Like all of that happens for me during my runs. And I feel there's a different kind of stress relief that happens whenever I'm able to just go listen to whatever music I want to or if I want to dive into a podcast that talks about something other than running whatever it is I get that release by the time I'm finished with my run and that program such as that it did not allow me to do it and so to give it a fair shake I did it with two different instructors two different types of runs and to see how I would feel and I just felt more distracted than anything and I also felt a little bit like um I was paying attention to every second of the actual running part. Now, would this be a great asset to use, a great tool to use, like for one workout a week or sure. I mean, it's go it may help you like it did me to push harder during those intervals, but it just didn't give me that same thing that I'm looking for whenever I'm running. And so that's just something that I learned and wanted to share and everybody's different. But like I said, for those for those who run with me and for those who have trained with me probably have a very similar mindset to me that it's more about going out there and like leaving it all out on the pavement. And that's just, it's harder for that to happen whenever you are, you know, someone is constantly talking to you and you are constantly waiting for the next instruction of what to do. You're really focusing on every step that you're taking versus getting lost and being able to like think through life. And so I just wanted to share that perspective. And again, I think it's a wonderful program. I think it's it's given me a lot of ideas as far as motivational tools that can be used. Um, for our programs and as we're moving forward, which I'm super excited about, um, that my family who uses Peloton was talking about how they loved, they felt really great about being able to get their 100 rides shirt after completing the um, 100, I guess, spin classes, I think is what it is. And they get a t-shirt and I was like, I totally get that because in our programs, there are t-shirts that come out and, and it's so much more about the t-shirt, right? And they were talking about like, oh, the t-shirts aren't that great, but when you wear them, like you just, like people know and you know, like I got this because I did something. And I so I think that's definitely something we're doing right in our programs, right? When you hit these big milestones of 5K, your prep program, your 5K, your 10K, you get those t-shirts and you wear them and, you, and you're beaming and you're proud and you're like, yes, I did this. And so there's a lot, there are a lot of things that, I kind ideas that I got and, and things that I, I got kind of some affirmation on that we were doing, but just the program itself, <clears throat> like I said, I just wanted to share that aspect that, you know, if you have done Peloton or programs like it before and you felt like I could never be a runner, I could never run a half marathon because of this, please know that it's a complete different mindset and experience. And maybe consider giving yourself the opportunity to experience running from a different perspective, which is, you know, the steps to reach the goal and a stress reliever and more about just showing up and getting lost on your runs, in your runs, mentally, emotionally, than it is coming up um, to check a box. Because there are a lot of people who do runs like that, who do show up for a run as a calorie burner or in, a, in addition to a workout program that they're doing and think to themselves like, oh, I hate the running part or I could never be a runner. Like, yeah, 
I don't think I would love running if that's how I ran all the time either. And I don't think that I would want to run a marathon if that's the way that I ran the whole time either. Um, because it's just a different vibe. So for those of you who maybe tried it and thought like running's not for me, maybe consider trying a different mindset and perspective and aiming for a goal and allowing yourself to get lost in that training and on that run. And just to clarify, I do not get lost in my runs. When I say lost, I mean I don't have these, you know, the runner's high and all these magical thoughts every time I run. But definitely in little spurts on a run. Like there will be moments in the run where these thoughts get processed or where something comes up and I'm able to think about it or ideas pop in my mind like those moments happen throughout a run but I'm not in this glorious bliss the entire run sometimes I am sometimes I am but for the most part it's coming at me in in moments that take place on the run because I'm giving myself the space to think giving my spells my space myself the space to process and sometimes I don't even listen to music I mean most times that I do I do and I still can have these thoughts but sometimes I just need to I just need it to be quiet I just need to be you know have a peaceful moment on a run and hear myself breathing and as Mike says when he runs he loves to hear his footsteps when he's running and so don't worry if you haven't gotten to that place um, it, that's a very hard place to get in even for me I've done this for years it's very hard for me to just get into the place where I love hearing my footsteps it can happen in spurts. It doesn't have to happen the whole time, but it can come and go and come and go. Um, but hopefully you'll get a chance to experience moments like that. But you guys, I I appreciate every moment that I get to spend with my runners. I have to share this because I know a lot of my runners listen to this. I think about them constantly. I brag about them constantly. I fully intended on going live more often on this vacation than I did during a regular work week because I thought to myself, I'm going to have, I'm going to have more time, right? I'm on vacation. I'm going to go live in our group and I'm going to be able to connect and cheer everybody on more. And wouldn't you believe that when we first got to, when we first got to Florida, I was charging my laptop there so that I could get on and I did get on and I got some work done and then the laptop died and then it's completely stopped working. I don't know if the charger is broke. It's still yet to be determined, but I don't know if the charger is broke or my laptop is broke, but I could not get on my computer. All I had was my phone. And um, there were a lot of things I couldn't do that I wanted to get done. And so that was a little stressful, but I really do think that life or the universe or God or whatever it is has a way of pointing you in the direction of where you need to go when you need to go that way. And so because I didn't have as much access as I had planned, it kind of forced me to, not forced me because that's not that's not the vibe I'm trying to get to with this, but I really did get to connect with my family and my kids so much more than when I'm trying to squeeze so many things in. And I spent a lot of time during the week because of work, after school obligations and the program, feeling guilty um, with, you know, feeling like I haven't connected with my kids as much as I want to. Not all the time, but I have these moments. And so this really did allow me to do that. And I and I really encourage you guys, if you have these moments too, where you feel like you just haven't been able to connect with your family, if there's a way for you to get away from your house in any capacity, even, you know, whether it's camping or for the day, even if, if it's for the day or for a weekend or a week, and just leave the electronics behind, whether because they're broke or you've just decided you need to reconnect with yourself or your family, it is so good for the soul. It really is. It really, really is. Um, 
And I think that when you allow yourself to disconnect and connect with the people around you, you will be more, your battery, your battery will be charged. And you'll be more filled up and ready to tackle whatever it is that's on your agenda with more gusto and, and more happiness and feeling more balanced than if you didn't take that time. So I encourage you, I, I used to do it all the time. I used to always leave my phone and on the weekends we would, we would leave the house you know, we'd probably do it every Saturday and Sunday, but at least one day a week and go somewhere for the whole day, whether it's hiking or whatever it is, and just connect. And um, I haven't done that in a long time. So this was a good way for me, the universe, to force me to do that and remember how good it is for the soul. So if you guys get a chance to do that, I highly encourage it. Even if it's for a couple of hours, it can help you reset and fight the burnout that is life right? Because it's so easy to get caught up in all of the things. But it's great to be back. Um, I have so much more to share with you guys. I want to share a little bit about in my next, um, the next couple of podcasts I record. I want to share a little bit about um, all of the emotions that I went through in taking a vacation to the south where you'll be wearing bathing suits and shorts and tank tops way before you're usually ready where you live, if that makes sense, being thrown into summer wardrobe and what that can do to confidence and how um, you know, how my emotions were affected and how I navigated that a little bit. And then um, the whole idea of feeling like you need a complete, like, I don't even know, a reset after maybe like eating or drinking and all of those things that happen on vacation. I want to talk to you a little bit about that in the next couple of podcasts coming up. So I just, I have so much to share with you. I'm going to get off of here now so that I can reset and start um, probably recording my next podcast because I do want to share that with you and have it ready to go for next week. But thank you guys for hanging out with me today. Um, I am so excited to announce this week the runners who will be joining me in the spring program starting next Sunday and also to congratulate one more time those amazing 5K runners who are finishing up, have finished or are finishing up their 5K races these past two weeks and I have my my there we call them golden souls my soulmates who are about to do their half marathon in the beginning of May at, at the Pittsburgh marathon and half marathon so lots of fun things coming up lots of things to share on social media but I am back and I am ready to rock and roll and get you guys motivated inspired and moving towards your goal so thanks for hanging out with me today you guys and I will see you soon thanks for listening guys Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, Go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.